I'm Vince. And I'm Travis. And we're about to ruin your games and stuff. This is Travis! Welcome to Undesign. Travis! Hi, Vince. Hey, man. What's going on, bud? You know, undesigned stuff. That's right. It is time for some undesigned stuff. You're exactly right. Nice. And today, Travis, I'm jumping right into it. Don't try to stop me. Don't stop me now. Uh, so what we're talking about today is, is something I think. All right, Pete, Freddy. What we're doing today is something that I think is, uh, I, I'm betting a lot of people run into this challenge. It's what do you do with a group that doesn't work because of the players? So I've, I've split this into two topics. Wow. Right? One is you have a group that wait, doesn't wait, work. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, go ahead. There's two topics here? No, no, I, I, thought, I, mean, I, I thought we only, only rolled one, but okay, we've got two topics to talk about. Let's do it. No, no, we only have one to talk about. I'm saying we're not covering when the characters don't work together, okay? Because that can happen oh, I too. See. That's separate. We're leaving that out. We're not talking about that. You know, we're not talking about like what happens when you want to put the lawful good pal and the chaotic evil assassin together in the same party. No, that is straight out. We're saying okay. like you've got players, two three X people at the table and they do not get along. Right. Or they do not work together. Their personalities clash, something like that. So, so let me start out here and ask you, Travis, have you ever run into this? I mean, yeah, lots. Um, I, I probably ran, ran into this situation, you know, uh, more than 10 times. Wow. Um, and well, pick and one and that's, share. That's just, Pick one and share, really. Yeah. Well, change the names. I to mean, protect the I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to put like people on notice. Like you can. You can change the <laughs> names. Here's the problems or whatever. Sure. I mean, yeah, change the. I don't know. I. I, I don't. I don't know. Like going into specifics, that's rough, man. I don't know. I, I don't want to do that. Um. Because I've had like you know when when you have someone who who is is very like someone in your group who's like very interested in, um. Like moving moving a story forward, and you have someone in the, in the group who's very interested in fighting things a lot. Sure, and they 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 take they they basically they basically lock horns every time you come to a, a decision which which which, which uh, enables one of those two aspects primarily. Um, they they kind they kind of you know it, it, it ends up going badly for everyone involved because then then they are arguing both in in character and out of character about how they want to get to what they want to do. You know, yep. and so it makes it very difficult as a, as a GM to deal with that when they're both very strong personalities who, who don't really want to back down, even even with, you know, a, a reasonable touch. And I've run into that several times, not necessarily within those two specific things. Those are just my examples of things. Well, you bring up an interesting point there that I think is well, well said, which is I think this problem occurs the most when you've got two alpha personalities, I guess is what I'll call them. Right. You've got two people who are actively trying to steer things um, and like and both are strong about it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And and it, it can it can even you know, it's it, it has come to the point in my past where like you'll, you'll actually get like a dividing line on the table of like, you know, like, you know, what I mean, like supporters for one side of the argument and the other side of the argument. Um and it ends up being like, you know, the Republicans versus Democrats kind of deal. But within right. your D&D game, it's rough, man. It's it's another good point is that if you're not careful, what happens is people will start to tribalize. Yeah. 
Like you'll get yeah. people backing up these other, uh, you know, these other factions. And then all of a sudden now what happens is now you've got your whole table set against each other. Right. And and usually what happens along, along these lines is that people lose sight of the overall goal, which is when, I, when I'm going to GM, that's that what, what's in my head is everybody needs to have fun. Okay, that's, that's the overall goal for me every time, like without fail. Um, and they lose that. They lose sight of that. Um, and I don't want I don't want to call it selfish, but there's a lot of selfishness that happens when when you're playing these games, and it happens on accident, just because you f- you forget to think about it sometimes, you know. Right. So that that's what that's what I would say. That some some people run into these these alpha personalities you're talking about probably run into. Um, there's a lot of social social dynamic going on there, like a lot of different things going on. Obviously, um, when you put a bunch of people into a group. You are going to have arguments sometimes. I mean, it's going to come down to that, and occasionally it's going to come to a point where it's 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 like the this topic says, you know, your group just won't work at a certain point. Yeah, you know, things that I can think of, like because I won't just put you on the spot, Trav. I have to I have to go to myself here again. I'll I won't even necessarily use names, but understand that all everything has been changed to protect the innocent. But um, <clears throat> you know, when I think of it. Um, I remember I had a problem once where I had one person in the group who is a who was a this is a past group, but who was a quiet talker. I'll call it. You, have you ever played with somebody who's a quiet talker? They're like they're active, uh, but they speak very very yeah. quietly. Right, they speak softly, and so the, sometimes they can get drowned out by a more dominant personality that's like loud. You know, uh, so so yes. you have you have a loud dominant personality and a quiet dominant personality, perhaps. Yes. But here's what's funny. So that was happening, certainly. But the the quiet person was honestly fairly okay with that. What I mean is they they didn't openly complain or seem to care that that they weren't entering the conversation as much. They're just they were just a sort of easygoing person. But the other member of the group, there was this other member of the group who thought that the quiet talker was making fun of them. Or was like sniping at them constantly, and so it led to all this like backdoor, uh, sort of like animosity, right? Because one person felt that they were being singled out or whatever. Now it wasn't the case. Wow. Yeah. No. No. I know. I see what you're saying. It's kind of like uh, uh, they, there was this this little mini mini feedback loop where they they. <laughs> They, they just they just grew in 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 an issue with each other or something over time. Yeah, yeah. Just because of the 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 illusion that something was happening. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's like, uh, but it, to me, it sounds it certainly sounds like one of those those little, I don't know, like kind of like a, like a petty work squabble that nobody ever talks about, but everybody knows is there. Right. Did you ever see the Thirty Rock where where Liz goes back to her high school reunion? And it flashes yes, back to that. her. I don't, know if, I don't know if our listeners have, but uh, I have. Yeah, there's a funny joke. There's a funny throwaway flashback joke in there where it cuts back to her in high school. And she's like doing a quiet talking thing to herself. And she thinks she's the bullied one. But she, actually, she's talking loud enough for everybody yeah. to hear. Her, and the other people all feel bullied by her like very, very on point comments. Anyways, that's what the person thought was happening. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, just a funny aside. The um. So, well, well, well. Uh, I'm assuming I'm assuming this was resolved somehow, right? Yeah, one of the people left the group. So is that what you do with the group that doesn't work? Well, I, I think that's you know, I think we should we can move into a prescriptive footing here. 
I'll, but, but, you know, quickly, I want to say, I think there's lots of ways this can come up. And, and I just want to say very quickly, I don't think that there's anything just because this happens before I get prescriptive on, on fixing it. I want to say very clearly that I don't think it means that anyone at your table is necessarily a bad player, though that could be how it comes up. It doesn't mean that they're necessarily a bad person, though that could be how this comes up. I'm, I've had bad people at my table. Genuinely awful people. Um, I mean, sure, yeah. I'm, I would assume most people have. Most people have run into that, yeah. Yeah. But, but none of that's automatic. It's not like because you've got a group that isn't working that all of a sudden, like, oh, that definitely means we've got bad people or that they're bad players or or that even anything is necessarily wrong with the game, okay? Like, mm -hmm. I, I think it's important to restrict this to exactly what it is that most often causes it. And it's exactly what I said at the beginning, but it's really important to put a pin on it, that it's, you have personalities clashing, right? They could both be- Yeah, that's true. Yeah, good people and all that stuff, but they just don't get along. I That's mean, okay. if, I, if, if I were going to run a game and I were going to invite some people to the table um, who had never played before, um, I, it, it could be possible that these two the, the two of the people don't like each other to start with. Like, they walk into the game right. not being friends, and I've, but I've invited them to play. Um, and they're my friends, and I've, I find I like both of them, right? Yep. Oh, so yeah. this is why I, why I invited them. But, but really, there, there is this... this uh, there, there could be a pre-existing social dynamic between the two that just doesn't work, and I have possibly made it worse by inflicting it upon the rest of the group. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. I, I know I've been in that situation before, too, where you're the bridge, right, I think is what you're pointing yep. at. Yeah, and that's always, that's always rough because you've got two people you really like and who you know have good qualities, but for whatever reason, boy, they're just... They're they're not even oil and water. They're like baking soda and vinegar, right? And they just blow up when you right. put them together. Um, so yeah, so so I like I don't necessarily think anybody has to be at fault here. You know, right. it doesn't have to yes. be a yes. a situation where anyone is actually to blame. You know, I'll take some of the blame because I, I like to be the whipping boy. I think like I'm, I'm fine with being the guy that everybody you know comes down on in the end is like, no, no, it was your fault because that's okay. Okay, but because I but but like really nobody's to blame. Like it's just some people don't get along. Right. That's so good. That's such a good summation for it. It's not about finding fault. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So so let's talk about, you know, sort of prescriptive solutions. Right. What do you do? Because I think probably in many people's cases or in many people's games, the worst. Well, case, I think. I think what happens is in most people's ca most cases, yeah, and this just from yeah. from an outsider's view, from like other people's groups that I have seen, this is a thing that people let fester. They just let it go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And allow it to become a part of the their their game dynamic as it stands. Like they just like, well, every week we got you know these two or three people that hate each other, but this is these are the people that are available to play, so we're gonna play. And yep. I, you know, as an outsider, I look at that and I'm just like, ugh. Hmm. You know, there's like, like, why don't you do something about it? I mean, it's rough because because sometimes the people that are to blame are still the most powerful presences at the table, even if they're not the GM. And the GM is the organizer, the person who puts all of this together into something that becomes a game that we all enjoy. That's their like their purpose. And so 
sometimes the GM it doesn't feel empowered to deal with that situation. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's a really, really good point. Um, I, I think that because what you've got here is a combination of bad circumstances. Most people don't have just this incredible wealth of people that are waiting to join their group, right? To where they right. can just be like, well, that person doesn't work. So let me just, I'll do a second group over here and I'll get rid, I'll move this person. It's not, it's not like when you're being a manager at work where you can just reassign people onto different teams or something, right? It's not, that's not what we're talking about. You probably have the friends you've got that are willing to play and not many more. Or you're going to a group at like a game store or something and just, you know, the people who are there are the people who you're playing with, like it or not, right? Um, and I, I think in both those cases, yeah, there's not a lot you can do. Um, it, it, or, or let me say this. I think there is a lot you can do, but I think it's tough. And I think you're right. I think the most common reaction is people just go, meh. Right. And just let it be. That's yeah. And just let, let's just hope it blows over this time around. And so you can play next week again and have some fun for once, you know? Right. Right. And I think the problem with the player level thing is that it's poisonous, right? It is. Right. Yeah. It's rough. Um, it's insidious on lots of levels. Like it just slides in where you least expect it. And it affects, it affects influences the, the way the game runs from from the most basic of levels. Yes. It's what's going to end up happening is it's going to get into your the characters. It's going to stop the characters from interacting because those right. those personal grievances and disagreements are going to start coming up and bubbling into the surface, right, of the uh um uh of the actual character interactions. So I think that it's it's going to be tough. If you're the GM, so theoretically you've got some kind of perceived power, right? right. What I mean you, by that you, is... One, it, it, well, you could, you could. I, I have seen group dynamics that are not like that, though, so... That's fair. That's fair. Um, um, yeah, it's, it's tough. Yeah, if, if you have that perceived power in your group, I think that the best thing to do is not... This is my personal opinion, but you tell me what you think, Trav. I think the best thing to do is not to just, like, openly bring it up at the table, right? In other words, yeah. don't uh, put okay. everybody that, that would on be trial. mistake one. Yes. Right. Yeah, that would be, that would be, that would be a massive mistake. Um, it's, it's, it's like, like, uh, first of all, you're there to have fun. This is not like you're a teacher and this is the class. Right. Okay. Yep. Um, you're not, you're not trying to do some kind of corrective punishment. Um, and bringing things up in like in, in, in front of everyone is immediately going to hurt whoever you're bringing it up about both of the people, one of the, one of the people, what, if you single one person out, it's even worse. Um, this is a thing to be handled absolutely, uh, outside of the game, only with the parties involved, the primary parties involved. Absolutely. Like you don't bring it up in front of everybody. Just don't do it. Like that's not, that's not okay. Right, exactly. You may end up without a group entirely if you do this. Like, if right. you if you bring you're, you're it, it, you know, there may be, you know, dividing lines that that are kind of behind the scenes, even to you as the GM, um, and really, really like putting one player on notice in front of everybody else is going to 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 make whoever else agrees with that one player um, that you may not know about 
kind of side with them and that player walks away, you're going to walk, you're going to have like no group left. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. The, if you, especially if you've already got that sort of tribal thing happening, it's very possible you yeah. just blow it up because you're turning it from what should be a private discussion into a public trial. Right. And, yeah. and somebody is going to feel like you're attacking them period because you're just, you're talking about their personality, who they are. It's very hard. Not like you've got to be dealing with somebody who's, you know, pretty okay with criticism to say, hey, by the way, I think your personality is having a problem here at the table. Even if you're not um, actually directly saying that there's something wrong, that's how they're going to read it immediately, right? Immediately. So <laughs> your your best intentions aren't going to matter here. Yeah. So I think that the only way you can really solve this is you got to pull people to the side, right? Like, Pre-game, post-game, separately, and and I wouldn't do it over chat or email or anything like that because again, emotion doesn't get captured easily in those kind of things. Don't try it does to not translate. Yeah, don't try to text this one out, right? I think you've got to pull the person, people, I should say, because chances are you've got. Although sometimes this can result from like one bad actor. Well, yeah, sometimes it's one one uh, you know one bad actor is messing up the entire group dynamic. Sometimes it's two people you know that are butting heads that there's a right. lot of different things that can happen here yep but i think the answer is you've got to pull the people in question aside and and it, when you do this you can't just walk into it as a situation of okay i now and i've taken the first step which is pulling the people aside who are who are having this issue okay yep. um i can't you 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 then as step two cannot walk into this without having some kind of suggestive solution okay you have to have some idea of what you want to try to do to fix this situation. Have something useful to bring to the conversation. Don't just bring them aside and say, this is a problem. How are you going to fix it? You know, because because you're right. part of this too and you pulled them aside because you're in charge. So you need to have some kind of solution. Now, that doesn't mean it has to be the right solution or the best solution. It just has to show that you care enough about this to also throw your hat into the ring. Right, right. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. You've got to, and, and I think hedging is really important here, right? You've got to soften this message and talk to them and say like, look, here's the problem we're running into. I don't think it is. Look, let me start right at the beginning. There's nothing wrong with you in any way. It's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we know there's a discussion or we know there's a challenge at the table. You know, you got you, you and player B here don't get along. Why do you think that is? In fact, that's probably the best way to go into it, right? Ask questions. Questioning, yeah. Yep, and let them tell you what their problem is with that person or why they think they're butting heads, right? Let them be open Yeah, allowing with you. someone to examine a problem or an issue is often a, a good way of solving it, honestly, because then they have that opportunity that they may not have tried before to just examine the situation through through questioning, you know? Right, right. And then, then hopefully... What'll happen is you can sort of using that kind of Socratic method, right? Of of just asking questions, mm -hmm. you can you can show them what's happening and where the other person is sitting because chances are it's a, a problem of a lack of empathy or something like that. They just need to realize what their actions are doing and why the other person also thinks like this and so on and so forth. And once that's sort of understood, it can generally be resolved, right? Um, and and. Or at the very least, minimized. Even if you can't... Minimized. Bringing some understanding to the table, whether yes. or not it solves anything, can still have a, a beneficial effect. Right. 
So even even if it's not like, oh, hey, everything's great now and these two get along and they're the best friends ever, now, that's probably unlikely, right? But yeah, you could get it to the point where they can actually stand to be around each other at the table because they just don't take those baits that they kept biting at before, right? That may have right. been causing some of the sniping. And and I think that's probably one of your better case scenarios when when that sort of thing goes down. Um, so I, I think that if you have that simple conversation, go to them, appeal to them like a person, right? Like talk to them like a human, like you would want to be talked to, ask a lot of questions, figure out what their problems are, and then do the same thing with the other party. And I think you, in that regard, can and try can, hard to try hard to not take sides. Also, you know, yeah, that, oh, that's a, man, that's yeah, a important one. thing. Try really hard to not take a side in the whole thing, even even if you you have to take a side because in your, to your to your knowledge, it's it's the right side. Um, you need to soften it. You know, you, you need as as Vince said, you got to couch it um, with with understanding and and with a bit of empathy because uh, yeah, that's what you need. That's what you have. That's what you have to do. Right. If you take sides and and are, are blatant about it, you're just like I feel this way, and you're wrong. That that's not going to go over well. There's going to be a lot of hurt feelings, um, which is not what you've come together to play this game for. To hurt feelings, you do it to en enjoy each other's company, to have friends, to enjoy your friends, etc. Right. Yeah. If you walk up there being like wrong, 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 you're wrong. If that's what you're doing, like that's forget it. Yeah. It's you're, you're dead from the beginning. You're, de you're just dead in the water. Yeah, totally. Um, and then the, 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 and the, and the final solution is it should only be, it should only, only, only be used in the most dire of circumstances, right? Like removing someone from the game. Yep. Um, either, either by, by forcing them to make the decision to leave or to, or, or give, giving an ultimatum, you know, leave or fix it, whatever that, that should, that should only be used when it's absolutely necessary like like when you've you've exhausted all other options yep i think it's your nuclear option right and it's it here's what i'll say it could be what you've got to do i mean let's be honest if your mm -hmm. whole group is suffering you got if you've got five or six players at your table and and game night is becoming a nightmare because of one bad actor then yeah chances are the right answer is to say you still start with a softer approach you still start with asking questions you try to empathize you try to get them to see because that's those situations can be addressed. It's not like, I mean, we're dealing with your, hopefully what should be your friends here, I would assume, or at least people you are strong acquaintances with. Right. And so, you know, that's all good place to start, but it can come to the point where it's like, yep, the right answer is ultimatum time, get your stuff together or get out of here. Right. Um, right. So, so for me, when it's ever, whenever it's come to some kind of situation like that, where it's, uh, you got to get up and go, um, again, you gotta, you gotta make sure it's not at, not in front of everybody, not, not, uh, right. not a, a punishment right. situation. Um, you got to take them aside, um, and try to try to try to, um, uh, I, I, I want to say, let them down softly. You know, you got to let them down softly. You don't want to, you know, send them in, send them a text message or whatever. You know, you want to do it face to face. You want to explain exactly why it's happening, why, like, why, why they can't come and play anymore or whatever, um, and you know, do your best to be to be good about it. You know, wish them the best. You know, because it just, just you gotta couch it with the fact that you know maybe this just isn't the right group for you, and we hope you find another group that that this will work for. You know, 
you know, that, that you can get along with and have a good time with. Obviously, if it's not working for us, it's probably not working for you, you know, things like that. Yeah, totally. And, you know, this is the one of the toughest things ever, ever, right, to do. It really is, yeah. And I know that so many people probably solve this, unfortunately, by just ghosting the person, right? Like, I've heard Possibly. stories of, of just saying, like, moving the game night and not telling the new person or something like that. Yes, I have, I have, I have been uh, sadly a part of groups that have done that. Yes, and I think you have to don't do that. You're better. Yeah, than Yeah, don't. Right. That's what I'll say. You wouldn't want to be treated like that. That sucks. And I know it's hard, but it, we're talking about a short term being uncomfortable versus you really hurting somebody else's feelings. You In can the long do term. It. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Have a frank conversation if that's what it comes to. Don't ghost them. Don't play that text you're not invited to next week's game thing. Have a conversation. You know, I, it's a bit passe, but to, to say something like man up, right? But I mean, that's, that is what you should do. Yes, human up. Human, human up. up. Person um, up. There you go. Person up. Whatever, whatever the, the proper terminology is. Treat that um, person treat like that. a real human being. That's what I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is not a video game. You're not kicking somebody out of your MMO dungeon. Right. Group, okay. Yeah, exactly. Or this is a this is a thing here. Um, what I, I'm curious um, to to as as we're winding down here, what 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 is what is have you ever have you ever been in part of a part of a group in which that um, animosity was between a GM and a player? Oh, that's a good point. That kind of power dynamic. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Absolutely. Um, now, and, and, and this has always been a, like a thing in my head, because it's never happened to me specifically. I've never had like any kind of, like, I've never looked across the table at one of my players and be like, oh, I, you know what I mean? Like, sure. I, I, I just don't, like, I, I've never been there, but I have seen it. Uh, I've been a part of a group um, in, in which the, the GM just doesn't like one of the people at the table. And only tolerates them because everyone else wants that person at the table, right? Right. And right. and so they, the the GM can go out of their way to make it a bad experience for that person. It's really it's a weird a weird to be on the sidelines of that issue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yes, I've seen it, and I'll tell you what. You know how I addressed it the same exact way that I just described. <laughs> like the fact that I'm now this might be easier for me because I am a, a sort of like you know right. That type of you and I are both alpha personalities. If we're right. if we're sitting at a table, our our intent is is to be a part of something, and when that's not going right, we we feel empowered to do something about it because we're loud, right? Um, and you know we feel like we can do something about it. And I think if if you're one of those people on the sidelines and you have that ability, you should you should probably try to do what Vince is talking about, and you know step in and see if you can fix the situation outside of the game table. Yep. Don't feel like just because you're not the GM doesn't mean you don't have the right to talk to the GM like a person. You know, that absolutely. Right. That that's they're still just another person and a person in your group. And the reality is in many groups they're probably only the GM temporarily, right? Like there's probably a lot of groups where the GM that seat rotates. So, Indeed. you know, uh there there's absolutely no reason why that should offer any kind of deference or you should be like, "Oh, because they're the GM, they're allowed to treat this other person like crap." just because they don't happen to get along. No way. No way that's acceptable. Yeah, it's, it's a good catch, though, to, to point that out. Yeah. All right, cool. So I think, I think we've, we've, we've summed up our feelings on this, so I'm going to call that undesigned. 
I think that's uh, undesigned. There we go. Awesome. As always, thank you very much, everybody. We always appreciate you listening. Uh, email is down in the description below. Email us with any suggestions you have for future topics. Always appreciate that. And as always, we'll see you next time. Thank <laughs> you.